the Braves changed their name to the Comeback Kids. They win seven in a row. A.J. smith Shaver making his first major league start and much more. Let's get into it. Yesterday, today, and tomorrow, it's only done one way, the Braves way. Welcome to the Braves way podcast. And that'll do it. Woo! Start the buses. Poor Larry, a crowd. Oh, time man. Oh, it's time to eat. That will do it. It was 13 to 10, not 13 to 11. You sure did <laughs> miss it. smoke. Mr. Albies did not miss that one. What a game. What a game. Unbelievable. Welcome back, guys, to the Braves Way podcast. And the Braves are playing great baseball right now. They just finished a seven-game winning streak, which saw them win a series in Arizona, win a series against the Mets, and win a series against the Nationals. Not only did they win all three of those series, they did it in comeback fashion. In five straight games, they came back in each and every one of those games. They came back against Steinbecks. We covered that with Eddie Rosario hitting a grand slam to give the Braves the lead in the ninth inning. In uh, Tuesday's game against the New York Mets, they scored four in the sixth to to give them the lead and then they scored added one more in the 8th to make it a 6-4 win for the Braves and then on Wednesday they scored two in the 8th inning and won it 7 to 5 and then of course the game of the week Thursday June 8th when the press box was filled with Braves legends Tom Glavin John Smoltz Chipper Jones and Jeff Francoeur, the Braves played probably <laughs> the most exciting game this year, walking off the Mets 13-10 in 10 innings. Guys, if you did not watch this game Thursday, I don't know what you were doing, but it better have been a good excuse because it was such a good time watching that game. Chipper Jones, John Smoltz, Tom Glavin, they all have like, this like deep connection to the Braves and it was fun to hear all these stories fun to hear all of them like crap with each other crap on each other <laughs> I mean one thing I will kind of like like I don't know poke at is that there was no <laughs> there was no play-by-play -play person in the booth and you could tell there was long stretches of time where there would just be silence. Like two instances, two instances I can think of is when the, when they were talking to Brian Snicker. Like before every pitch, there'd just be dead silence for like 10, 15 seconds. And then when they were talking to Greg Maddox, same thing. So watching stuff like that, you can tell like 
why play-by-play -play announcers are so important and why Brandon Godden is doing a great job this year. But, like, it was still so fun and so funny to hear. They were just making jokes and crapping on each other the whole time. Freaking Jeff Francoeur making the Hawk Harrelson call on two of the homers. <laughs> stretch, stretch, you can put it on the board, yes. Yes. So that was I love that's probably the best best home run call ever is the Hawk Harrison. So that was probably the most fun Braves game all season. And then they followed it up on Friday with AJ Smith Shaver making his first major league start. He went five and one thirds innings, only only allowing Five hits, no earned runs, two walks, and two strikeouts. He did give up two runs, but those were both off of errors. So he he pitched great. I can't can't say anything about it. He pitched great against Arizona in two innings, and he pitched great here. So we will see more of him. He will not be called down unless something weird happens. But AJ Smith Shaver probably pitching his great game in his major league career because it was only his second game in his major league career. <laughs> so that was, that was cool to watch. And then on Saturday, the Braves won six to four. The first time it was not a comeback victory in the last five games. So that was a good game. Bryce Elder pitching, sorry, Jared Schuster pitching another gym. Pitching five innings, allowing eight hits, three earned runs. And uh, it's safe to say Jared Schuster is here to stay for at least another couple weeks or another month or two until we get Kyle Wright and Max Freed back. So Jared Schuster has completely rebounded from his first four starts uh, when he was first called up at the beginning of the year and he is proving why he was so highly regarded as a top prospect in the brave system and he is showing us why he is pitching right now and he's pitching pretty solid he is pitching solid right now and it's good to see because we need it he is him and bryce elder are pulling us up by the bootstraps right now and they are keeping us afloat because without them, if they were just complete trash, what who, what starting pitchers would we have? <laughs> what starting pitchers would we have if they just completely just crept out? So that's good to see. I'm glad he's doing well. Uh, Bryce Elder kind of kind of had a bad game yesterday against the Nationals. Five and one thirds innings pitch. Eight hits, five run runs, one walk, one strikeout. So he's showing he showed a little streak that he is actually human a little bit. So that's not good to see, but he'll get he'll get it back on. He'll that was just an off day. Same thing as Spencer Strider. That was just an off day. <laughs> like I, if you watch the game, I apologize because they said it like five thousand times. But you cannot walk in you cannot see that matchup on on like the whiteboard uh verlander versus strider and expect 23 runs to be scored in the game <laughs> spencer strider pitched four innings eight hits allowed eight earned runs allowed two walks and eight strikeouts did not look sharp at all i mean it looked like the Mets were just aggressive out there they were just swinging 
and they were just making solid contact. He's always had sort of trouble with the Mets. They're just pesky hitters. They just know how to put the ball in play. And then Justin Verlander only pitching three innings, allowing eight hit, seven hits, four earned runs, four walks, and three strikeouts. So none of them had their A game stuff, but the Braves were able to do it with Orlando Arcia hitting a freaking clutch, clutch game tying home run in the ninth. Um, because he was given an extra life. <laughs> you guys see that check swing? He clearly went, but they said he didn't go. Next pitch, deposits it into the seats. <laughs> and in the 10th inning, freaking Ozzie Albies and then John Smoltz and Jeff Rencor having the call of their lives. <laughs> so... Great game, great series. I know I kind of worked backwards there. I went from the Nationals to the Mets series, but it's just be just because I wanted to talk about it some more because it was so great, because it was so exciting of a game. And and to be honest, I I've already said it, but that that was the most exciting most exciting game to watch as a Braves fan this year. Also, as a Braves fan, it's fun to see the Mets struggling because the Mets are absolutely doing trash right now. <clears throat> Sorry. They're 30 and 32. They are fourth in the division behind the 32 and 33 Phillies. They're nine and a half games behind us, and they are on the struggle bus right now. In their last 10 games, they have won two out of eight. So. Injuries is a big reason why they are struggling right now. We have seen glimpses where they can where they can play up to their potential. And I think once they get healthy, once they get um Pete Alonso back, he's sidelined for four to six weeks. Once they get him back, once they get uh some more guys healthy, I forget who's exactly hurt. I apologize. But once they get him back, they'll 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 put it all together and they'll make a stretch, unfortunately. I just want to say that they'll be absolutely like dog crap for the rest of the year, but that's not who they are. When you go out and spend half a billion dollars on players, they better not be dog crap the whole year. So they'll come back. They'll they'll be good for a big stretch of the season. We just got to be able to play our ball, play our game, and be able to keep them up, keep them off. Another team that we did not expect to have to fend off, especially this early in the or this late in the season, I must say, because usually they have a strong like uh, April, May, and people are like, "Oh my God, look out for them! They're going to take the East," and then they just fall off the planet of the Earth. And that is the Miami Marlins. They are thirty-seven and twenty-nine. They are eight and two, just like the Braves in the last ten games, and they are proven to the world that they should not be messed with. They are legit this year. Are they legit enough to make the playoffs? I don't know. I hope so. Uh because I want to see the Marlins succeed because they've been so trash for so long. But if you look back at their schedule, they swept the Royals and then they swept the Athletics. So I mean like those are trash teams. Just plain and simple, those are trash teams. And they lost two out of three to the Padres, which is a decent team. And then, um, so they're beating the teams they're supposed to beat, and that's good. But what are they going to do once they have a stretch against, like, 
the Astros and then against the Dodgers and then against the like Orioles and then Rays. Like what is what is gonna happen when they have like that stretch? Because it's coming up. It is coming up. So it'll be it'll be cool to see what the Marlins do when they have those tough games, tough series that they will have to perform to win. And honestly, I don't know. This will this is where we'll see the Marlins either collapse or come out of the come out of them even stronger than they are. And like I said before, I'm rooting for the Marlins. I don't want them to win. I don't want them to win this series. The Braves, I still want the Braves to win the series. But like you guys know how you have like another team that you kind of root for in the same division. If if not, then I understand. I might just be weird. But that team is the Marlins. Every other team in our division, Phillies, Mets, Nationals, they can all go to hell. I hate them with a passion. But the Marlins have kind of like a soft spot. They have like a soft, warm spot in my heart. Because they have been absolutely dog trash the whole time I've been alive. So, I've never seen them succeed. The only time I've seen them succeed is in 2020. And then they got absolutely mollywalked by us in the playoffs. So... Uh, I would like to see them succeed a bit. I just want to see them get to the playoffs. Also, who I want to see get to the playoffs is the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. They are actually playing pretty good ball. I mean, they're 36 and 31, but they're a lot better than a lot of people thought. A lot of people thought they would be, including me. So I did not plan on this to be like a MLB like overlook or anything, but it's what it's turned into. <laughs> so the Angels sit third in the division, six and a half from the Red Hot Rangers. Nobody knows how the Rangers have gotten so good. And this year has truly been a weird year for baseball. I love it. Bunch of weird names leading the divisions. So I'm excited to see what this season turns into, and I can't wait to watch it unfold. Just like how I can't wait to keep watching Braves baseball. They go up to Detroit. To take on the Tigers for the next three games. Today, tomorrow, and Wednesday. And then they come back home. That's weird. They come back home to face the Rockies and then the Phillies. So, well they travel to Philadelphia to take the Phillies. So that's just a weird like up and down schedule. <laughs> go up to Detroit, come back down. And then go back up to Philly. So, it's kind of weird. But I expect the Braves to sweep the Tigers. And then I expect a series win against the Rockies. So the Braves should continue their hot streak against these next teams. Because listen to this. They got the Tigers. And they got the Rockies. And then they got the Phillies. And then they got the Reds. So I'm looking at four straight series wins right here. Which we just won the last three. So they'll stretch it to seven straight series wins. Hopefully. So with that being said. Just a quick like recap of the past couple series that I have missed. And also, I, I guess a little brief recap on why the Marlins have a soft spot in my heart and why I want to see the Angels go to the playoffs and how the Mets suck and they can go to Hecktown. So with that being said, thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you have a great day, a great week. Oh, and before I go, I have a question for you guys. Okay, so I've been working last night. Spent like six hours on it. Like this sort of like Braves, like, documentary type episode not really podcast episode more like youtube video but should i like post it on this podcast like i think it would be cool 
I think you guys might enjoy it. It's just like an overview, an overview into like Braves history. I've had a lot of fun making it, but like I don't know where I want to post it. I just kind of made it for fun. So I don't know if I should post it. I don't know where I would post it. Probably, probably the Braves Way podcast, the uh, YouTube, and then probably on here too. So yeah, I'll do that. Actually, I'll do that. All right. Uh, sorry, I don't know why. Okay. <laughs> thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for listening. Hope you have a great week filled with Braves baseball. And I can't wait to see you on the flippity flip. Peace. Thank you guys for listening. All of the content I have used on this episode goes to the Atlanta Braves and Major League Baseball. And the song I've used for my intro could have been me is credited to the Struts. You can find this podcast on Spotify, Instagram, and YouTube at Braves Way Podcast. Thank you guys. It could have been me.